When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1763. I disagree with the second agreement, and I hope you take it personally. By TK Coleman of tkcoleman.com. And I'm Justin Mollick, the guy who's been reading articles, book excerpts, essays, sometimes stories, every day including holidays for over four and a half years. If you enjoy the show, sharing it with someone and getting them to subscribe would be greatly appreciated. That goes a long way to keep this all going. For now, let's hear another post and start optimizing your life. I disagree with the second agreement and I hope you take it personally by TK Coleman of tkcoleman.com. I like to think in terms of alternatives, not absolutes. That is, instead of adopting an either-or logic for problem-solving and goal achievement, I prefer to think in accordance with both-and strategies. For example, let's consider the notion of taking things personally. Self-help author Don Miguel Ruiz has done a magnificent job at popularizing and articulating what is often referred to as the second agreement. Here's a summary of the idea in Ruiz's own words, quote, whatever happens around you, don't take it personally. Nothing other people do is because of you. It is because of themselves. All people live in their own dream, in their own mind. They are in a completely different world from the one we live in. When we take something personally, we make the assumption that they know what is in our world and we try to impose our world on their world, end quote. I think that's a very useful idea and I've found myself in some pretty lengthy discussions where I've defended it to people who absolutely detest this concept. Teach his own, I suppose. But as for me, my life has been a heck of a lot easier since I started practicing the second agreement. As a critical thinker, however, I like to keep my options open. Rather than treating ideas like the second agreement as dogmas to be believed in, I regard them as value-neutral conceptual tools whose usefulness varies with context. Sometimes I like taking things personally. Even when I know I'm not being personally attacked, I deliberately choose to act as if I am being conspired against. I occasionally use this idea as a psychological trick for motivating myself. As long as I can employ the take it personally technique in a way that's healthy and isn't obsessive, I derive great practical value from it. Anyone who's ever played competitive sports probably understands this concept very well. Choosing to look at your competition as the enemy or the bad guys can be an invigorating experience. One of my favorite take it personally stories comes from Michael Jordan. Before a sold out contest between the New York Knicks and their rivals, the Chicago Bulls, Knicks coach Jeff Van Gundy accused Michael Jordan of being a con man who deliberately acts friendly towards opposing players in order to soften them up and gain a competitive edge over them. 
Van Gundy's harsh words were printed in a Chicago newspaper and Jordan saw them before the game. He took it personally and decided to play with a chip on his shoulder. For the entire game, Jordan had a personal vendetta to show Van Gundy just how capable he was of having a great game without being nice to his opponents. He did exactly what he set out to do by scorching the Knicks for a red-hot 51 points. At one point in the game, after hitting an important basket, Jordan looked at Van Gundy and yelled at him. One of Jordan's teammates reported that Michael loved to use criticism and hatred as a way of motivating himself. A sports commentator who knew of this habit predicted that Jordan would score 50 points simply because he would be fired up by Van Gundy's words. He was right. Jordan took it personally, and it brought the best out of him. Interestingly enough, here's what Jordan said after the game, quote, Guess I didn't make any friends out there tonight, Jordan smiles. I think those words were more geared to motivating his players, but I don't think on the court they have befriended me. I don't go on the court expecting to make friends, but when I leave the court, I don't take what happened on the court away from me. We're only playing a game. I don't view it as a war away from the game, end quote. In a video clip, Jordan talks about how he used that moment as motivation while not letting it get to him in an unhealthy way. Jordan disagreed with the second agreement, and it worked. This illustrates one of my favorite metaphors for life, life as a game. As in all games, achieving one's goals requires the use of effective strategies. A good strategist is one who remains flexible. He uses what works without ever feeling the need to assign the status of gospel truth to any of the strategies in his playbook. If taking it personally works, a good strategist takes it personally. If taking it personally leads to unhealthy stress and a self-destructive preoccupation with what others think, then a good strategist stops taking it personally. This attitude of philosophical flexibility can be extended to all ideas and belief systems. Ideas are just tools. Sometimes they're useful, sometimes they're not. Which ideas you use, when you use them, and how you react to the results is your job to sort out. As you're sorting through the ever-enlarging buffet of ideas being offered in the marketplace, be sure to remember the admonition of Terence McKenna, quote, nobody's smarter than you, end quote. You know more about what's best for you than anyone else. So don't take anybody's ideas dogmatically, especially not mine. Think critically about everything. Then take what works for you and leave the rest. You just listened to the post titled, I disagree with a second agreement, and I hope you take it personally, by TK Coleman of tkcoleman.com. And thank you to TK. Always has fascinating articles that you won't get anywhere else. And this one was a perfect fit for this podcast, right? Because you can't perfectly agree with every little thing every author on this show has to say, even though these are generally positive, inspirational, motivational, educational. There are opinions and sometimes things you'll disagree with or maybe one author just annoys you for some reason, that happens, and that's okay. Take the best parts, what works for you, what inspires you, motivates you, helps you change to have a more meaningful life, and don't worry about the rest, it's no problem. We'll never align perfectly with everything, and having a critical eye can be very useful. And maybe you disagree with this article or what I'm saying now, no worries. Thank you for listening all the way to the end anyways, and there will be another post for you tomorrow where you might not disagree where your optimal life awaits.